to the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Shorten, and what a big week we've had in basketball. Obviously, uh, preseason's come to an end, but fantasy um, has has started. Um, drafts have started. Um, rumors have started, all this sort of stuff. Um, we don't still don't know what's going on with Kyrie Irving, don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons, um, and it's, it's exciting. Um, where do you draft Kyrie? Where do you draft Ben Simmons? Um, do you draft them? Uh, Zion Williamson, what happens with him? Um, I've addressed quite a lot of these things on Instagram and on TikTok, and it's only going to get more and more juicy as we start the season and get into it a bit more. Um, I hope all your drafts have gone well. I hope that you've been able to snag a couple of the sleepers that you've been eyeing off and you've been able to really kind of target your categories that you've been looking to target and you've stuck with the strategy um, is probably the, the key thing as well. So hopefully that all works and has all worked for you and you're, you're into looking like you're going to have a good season. Um, I'll be honest, a couple of mine have gone better than others. Um, I did a couple of lives that maybe didn't go as well as I would have liked. I, I drafted live on TikTok uh, for two of the leagues and they could have gone better. Um, they could have gone better. And hopefully uh, through some savvy play on the waivers and some trades, I'm able to to kind of build that back up. But yeah, so far there's a, a little bit of work ahead of me in some others I am pretty happy and I don't know if I'm going to touch those leagues as much to be perfectly honest. But um, what I'm bringing to you today is the waiver wire. So this is the first waiver wire podcast of the year. What I'm looking to do, if you haven't followed me before, um, obviously click the button. Um, it's it's good to have new people and um, hopefully through the waiver wires throughout the year I'm able to shed a little bit of light on the guys that. I like off the waivers and who are pretty much going to be owned in most leagues. So what I look at is under 40% owned. Most of my leagues are on ESPN, so I'll look at that. And now that most teams have drafted, um, going into week one, it's, yeah, it's pretty evident who people have been sleeping on, who people have grabbed, who people haven't grabbed. Um, and yeah, we'll get kicking. So I've got five guys here. Um, what I would say is yes, You've drafted your team, and yeah, you might not play waivers week one, uh, which is okay. You want to see who shapes up, who's going to be the guy that you drop to the waivers, um, who's going to be the guy that you you kind of stream in and out. But my suggestion has always been and will always be make most use of your waivers. Make sure you're playing as many waivers as you feasibly can without ruining your team um, because waivers equal more games, equal more opportunities, equal more stats. So the first one I like, is somebody who is going to start. Um, he is going to get pretty close to 30 minutes game one, and he's there are rumors that he's going to start even whenever Clay Thompson's back. So I'm talking about Jordan Poole. Right now, he's owned in 28% of leagues. He's got three games in the shortened week, so six games, um, six game week or six days in this game week, and the, the maximum that you can play is three. Jordan Poole's got three. In the preseason, he averaged just shy of 22 points per game, 3.2 triples. He shot 50% from the field, three boards, three assists, and a steal. Now, obviously, that's preseason. Are we expecting that he's going to turn out those sort of numbers next to Andrew Wiggins, next to Clay, next to Steph, um, next to Draymond Green, next to James Wiseman, next to all of these guys who are, who are going to be high-usage guys, but... The 50% from the field is really positive. I think he had 
Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I think he had like 42% from deep, um, which is also really good, especially if he's going to be um, kind of relegated to a catch-and-shoot guy. But I think he's worth streaming. You've got to ride the hot hand and... They're going to give him minutes, so you've got to ride the, got to ride the train. And Jordan Poole is probably the top guy that I'd be looking at this week. As I said, twenty eight percent owned. So what's that? Just shy of a third of leagues have actually got him rostered. Um, obviously, that's going to be a lot deeper leagues, but I don't think you can go too wrong. First week, three games. As I said, he's going to get you points. He's going to get you triples. Um, and I think that you should really be looking at him. And he could end up being a, a viable medium to long-term prospect as well. We know that Clay's not back until Christmas. Um, we know that Andrew Wiggins is not that great. So Jordan Poole can be potentially be that second scorer right now. Um, the next one I've got here, uh, I'm going to skip over him because actually we'll go straight into him, Mo Bamba. He's my guy. I've been preaching Mo Bamba for a long, long time. Um, and that's not really going to stop. My so he's again he plays three games this week. He is nine point seven percent owned in ESPN leagues, which again I think is criminally low for what he can produce. My only concern is that even in preseason games he was only just getting um twenty minutes a night, twenty point seven minutes a night. Um and that's a concern. Um I I know that obviously they've signed Wendell Carter Jr. to a um well, Fifty million over four years, or something like that, which is not a lot of money. So that's not a huge boat of confidence. But obviously, he's a young guy, and if they if he's able to um, get his health right, then then they obviously want to to lock that in. But Mo Bamba for me is definitely the pick of the centers here in Orlando. I do think that twenty minutes a night is going to be his low mark. Um, I, I think that there's obviously going to be some that he plays lower than that because of um, the game script or because of foul trouble, whatever it is. Um, but I do think that he could play 20, 25 minutes a night. And if he does, it's it's going to be silly. Um, in the 20 minutes a night that he played in preseason, seven boards, uh, 1.2 triples from three shots a game, um, 11.5 points. But the main reason that you're getting him is the ridiculous 3.8 blocks per game. Again, he plays three games this week. So if you can get Mo Bamba, I'm not going to say he's going to average four blocks for um, for the season, but that could be the difference between, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten blocks for the week. Could win your category right there. So, yeah, I like Mo Bamba. I like Mo Bamba as a player to own. I think that he should be owned in more than 9.7% of, 9 of leagues. Um, and definitely this week with three games, I think that Mo Bamba is a very, very viable option off the waiver wire. Um Josh Giddy, I've got next 14.9% of leagues he is owned in. I honestly reckon that 14.9% is low, and I reckon that he's made up with the majority of the Australian population. Um, we're excited about him. Uh, there is there is a lot to be excited about. There's a lot of comparisons between him and the Ball brothers, um, him and Ben Simmons. The ability to get out of position rebounds to to get the ball up the court quickly assist at a, at a high number um so 15 percent owned or 14.9 percent owned is is probably a low mark he's he's somebody who's going to be either off the waiver wire or late in your draft a guy who's a genuine um chance to average five assists a night and that is money for jam late three games this week 
in preseason. He averaged 29 minutes a night, which I think is going to be the the blueprint moving forward. He's going to be their starting guard next to Shea. I think that they're going to give um, Giddy the ball and let him see what he can do. There were some pretty bad lowlights about him of his defense, um, getting out of position, getting blown by, um, jumping at pump fakes. Just It just wasn't pretty. And I think that Giddy will improve on that sort of stuff, but... 29 minutes a night in the preseason, 13.5 points, seven boards and five assists. I think that's really, really good. Again, if you're getting it off the waivers, that's 15 assists. Um, he'll probably even get you get you more than five a night. Um, I, I think that he is, if you're needing assists, Giddy's probably the guy that you want to target there. Um, now, I've got a couple. There's Obviously, there are some games that or some teams that only play two games this week. Um but I still think that they're definitely worth an option. So Terrence Mann, Terrence Mann is only 9.3% of leagues. This is probably more of a back-end pickup because the the Clippers have the first two days off and then obviously you've got a four-day stretch there. They play two of those four games. So um, I can understand that you maybe don't want to pick him up right now. I get that. Um, but he's going to get a ton of usage he's going to get a ton of shots and he's going to pretty much be a, a, a scorer we saw what he could do last year whenever he had opportunity um he only averaged 13 points in in the preseason but again Terrence Mann is going to be able to complement Paul George on the offensive end because they're going to need him so it's going to be Paul George Terrence Mann and um, Reggie Jackson and Reggie Jackson's owned in a lot of places 59% of leagues so Terrence Mann is the next man up there. So I really like him as a an option there as well. And finally, um, Daniel Gafford. I mean, 11.1% of leagues owned. For the start of the season, I think that he's got to be the guy that you're the center that you own in Washington. We know that Trezor is not going to start. He's a an energetic guy off the bench in preseason. Um, Daniel Gafford. He was the starting center. He averaged 2.5 blocks, 8.5 boards, and 11 points. No Thomas Bryant to be seen. And until he gets up to speed, um, Daniel Gafford's going to be the man there. So I do like Daniel Gafford as somebody to get off the waivers if you need blocks and potentially as a long-term option as well um, if you need blocks there. There is obviously the concern that if you do own Daniel Gafford, what's going to happen whenever Thomas Bryant comes back? But... Hey, that's a later question. We can work that out later. Um, short and sharp podcast this week. Um, if you haven't already, follow me on the socials. I've been doing a ton of um, of team reviews coming off TikTok onto Instagram. And to be honest, I've probably bitten off more than I can choose. So if you are watching and you're still waiting for me to review your team, I will get to you. I promise I will. Um, I'll also make sure that I get up some more um some more content on on TikTok and Instagram as well, just with regards to the waivers for this week and moving forward as well. Um, I also, if you don't know, I'm Melbourne-based and we are coming out of lockdown as of Friday and you can see that I'm looking down at my screen here and I promise that this mop is going to go if you're listening to me on Spotify. Um, I've got disgusting hair at the moment, disgusting long hair, and I promise you it's going to go by the next podcast and um, hopefully we'll be looking a little bit cleaner. So other than that, Good job with all the teams that I've seen. Um, 
everybody's really switched on. They know what they're doing and have it back yourself in. A lot of the gut instincts that I've seen with people are right. So back yourself in. Um, good luck for the first game week. I hope everybody gets the win. Obviously, I'll be back on the weekend, my time to discuss waivers for week two. But until next time. <laughs>